Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Happy Holidays, Happy Festivus, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa, and Merry Christmas. Welcome to a special episode of Everyone is Hot, the podcast that talks about your favorite stealth sex symbols and the film that turned you on to them. I'm Michael <laughs> Stevens. And I'm Shelley Brooks. <laughs> and we have a very special episode because it's a Christmas gift exchange. Yes, it, as a, uh, what's her name, C- Camilla Cabello, is that yeah. her name? yeah, yeah. And she said, it's crease moist. <laughs> That's all I keep seeing on Instagram. Ah, I see. It. I was like, where, where did you see this thing that I have? I have no fucking idea. Yes. She was singing uh, some sort of like Christmas song and she pronounced it as crease moist. Uh, and it was a delight. So it she, is crease moist. <laughs> she is relevant to me because she was in the the most recent, like, I guess, take on Cinderella. On Amazon Prime That's or something like that. That's right. That, that John Mulaney was supposed to be in was not. Who's he in. supposed to be? What I don't know. A mouse. Uh, That's fucking. Who? <laughs> I, I guess. Uh, fucking. What's his name? CBS guy took his took his uh took yes, his job. He did. He did indeed. And poor the, James A. Caster, who I love, was also a mouse. All oh these mises. Oh God. Our oh. favorite. Our favorite comedians, and then also James Corden. Fucking James Corden, the musical terrorist. (laughs) The worst straight man in musical theater. (laughs) Uh, 
God, yes, but, but it, we're not talking about any of that no, shit today. No, Probably James, another day. <laughs> James Corden, gone. We're not talking about him. It's Chris Moise. And we are doing a little bit of a secret Santa, are we yes. not? Yes, Ooh. indeed. Um, I'm really excited. Um, you introduce your gift, and I'll introduce uh, your gift for me. I'm, I'm, I love it. Let's yeah. do it like that. Perfect. Yeah, so Michael and I decided we wanted to do a Christmas episode, a Crease Moist episode. And so we thought, hey, what if we gave each other a movie that we thought the other one would like? A little secret Santa. High and intention, so- low cost. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Free for us both, unless we had to rent the movie on Amazon, which I think I had to do with the kid, but it's fine. No. Oops, I gave away the movie. Anyway. Oh, uh, yeah. So, yeah. Let's launch right in. No. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> what did you give me, Michael? I gave you The Kid. Um, so, the, the 2000. There's a lot of movies called The Kid. Yeah, not Charlie Chaplin. Yes. Uh, the Kid 2000, starring Bruce Willis and Spencer Breslin, uh, directed by John Turtletop. Yes. And I gave you my favorite Christmas movie of all time. The Shop Around the Corner by Ernst Lubitsch. Oh, man. This this was a fun exchange. This was a really fun exchange. Um, I am excited to talk about both of these um, and kind of explore our relationships to these movies. But first, I think we should probably tell our listeners what these movies are about. I think so, too. So, Michael, what is... The Kid About. The Kid is about an unhappy and disliked image consultant that gets a second shot at life when he is mysteriously confronted by an eight-year-old version of himself. <laughs> like you said, this is uh, from 2000 by John Turtletop, and I remember seeing this when I was like 10 years old in the theater, so it was a real blast from the past when you gave this to me. Ah, hooray. Uh, it was lovely. Um, but also, we're going to be talking about The Shop Around the Corner, so could you tell the listeners what that's about? Alfred Kralik, James Stewart, and Clara Novak, Margaret Sullivan, are employees at Matashek & Company, a general store in Budapest. Clara and Alfred are constantly at odds with each other, butting heads and disagreeing on almost everything. Both are enamored of their respective pen pals who serve as welcome distractions in their lives. Little do they know, they are each the other's pen pal, and despite having outward differences, have unwittingly fallen in love through their letters. Oh my Aww. god. So I've, love. I've never seen this before. Um... So this is Ernst Lubitsch and uh, 1940s. One of those movies that was definitely playing when I was channel surfing. Um, <laughs> and I would probably always go to IFC. I'd skip right past Turner Classic Movies. I was going to um, say it was on TCM like every Christmas. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Christmas movies are like generally not my jam. Like... <laughs> If Christmas isn't like I like Nightmare Before Christmas and I like Batman Returns and I like Die Hard and I like <laughs> the Santa Claus, the first one. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, I guess I do like Christmas movies. What the fuck am I talking about? Um, <laughs> say, well, those are all like non-traditional Christmas movies except for the Santa Claus. Yeah. So and then there's Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, uh, the Grinch, oh, the Grinch. We love. Um, 
the animated ones, the, the Grinch. stop motion. Mm. I like all the Grinches, uh, the Christmas carols, various <laughs> takes on the Christmas. I like. I guess I like Christmas, and yeah. I'm just not feeling Muppet, it this year. Muppet Christmas. Muppet Christmas Carol. I have not seen. <gasps> I know, Michael. I, I know. Oh, I know. I know. Another okay. clue moment. Um, yeah, I was gonna, next year. I know what I'm going to be uh, secret Santaing to you. Honestly, <laughs> after after our clue episode, I'm like frantically going through all the movies I should have watched just so I don't embarrass myself again. No, um, it's not embarrassing. It's just that like there are all these movies that I'm like Michael would love them so much. Well, Shop Around the Corner is one that you've mentioned many times in the past, yes. and I was like, what the fuck is this? Shop Around the Corner is another, another fucking musical, old timey flick. What the fuck? I absolutely loved this movie. Um, I I could not be happier. I'm gonna I cry. Was, <laughs> I I loved. I I paused it so many times because there were some really. I'm gonna read a couple of lines that I really loved. Please. Um, so, oh God. All right, we'll probably have to do a pickup of That's my fine. intro into this, but I want to get this guy's name right. Uh, who mm-hmm. plays, uh, Badas, Mr. Badish, Badas. Yeah, Badish. Badish. Yeah. My ugly American accent, like, <laughs> wants to just fuck up these names. Badass. <laughs> <laughs> but it's Fadash, and that's what I've been Fadish. hearing the whole time. Yeah. But um, listen, these Hungarian names are so confusing. I'm like, what the hell? How are you supposed to? Joseph Schildkraut. Schildkraut, yeah. Yeah. So, yes. So... One of my favorite lines in this movie comes from uh, Joseph Schildkraut, who plays Mr. Vadash, um, who's kind of like a fuckboy. He's he's a Gen Z. Oh, yeah. He's the equivalent of like a Gen Z fuckboy in today's uh-huh. context. Um, but after Jimmy Stewart is fired um, from his job for um, basically, I'm, I'm jumping way too ahead of this no um, go 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 ahead uh my dear mr Kralik, i think i speak for all of us when i say this it is a shot uh, no wait let me take that again my dear Kralik, i think i speak for all of us when i say this is a shock and a surprise we all feel we are losing a splendid fellow worker and we certainly wish you the luck which you so righteously so rightfully deserve bullshit he's full of bullshit ah <laughs> oh, what a piece of shit but the line is written so well. And then uh, Pirovich, I fucking love this guy. I fucking oh, love he's him. He's the best. Oh. Now, Kralik, we are going to see each other soon. Even if uh, if you have an evening with nothing to do, you know where we live. And oh. Kralik's like, oh, yeah, we're never going to see each other fucking again. Um, oh. <laughs> he's oh, like, oh, God. All right. He makes um, me want to cry. Oh, he's perfect. My God. I love him so much. And then he's, uh, he's great. And like so many, he and the actor who plays him, um, I'm linking on the name. Let me look it up while we're talking. Um, Felix, uh, Felix Braceart, Blake yeah. Braceart, maybe. Um, but a lot of the people in the cast are um, basically like refugees from like Nazi Germany. So yeah. there, there's like a, a particular, like, I don't know, sort of like, uh, very moving quality, I think, to seeing all these people in this almost kind of like fairy tale version of like Hungaria, knowing that like so many of them like left Europe because like they were like under the thumb of like fascism there. <laughs> so I was reading like very, 
like precious little about it. And now that we're already talking about shop around the corner, let's just talk about shop around the corner and then get back to the kid. <laughs> yeah. Um, like, explain to me like the Lubitsch touch and that kind of. Yeah. Thing, so I think what is typically meant by like the Lubitsch touch. So Ernst Lubitsch, the director, um, he he's best known for having a sort of like um, old world um, European sort of like grace and sensitivity in doing these kind of like um, knowing and clever and romantic films. And so like he, he worked a lot in, in silent film, but I think his like best known movies are in the thirties and forties. Um, so he did, um, movies like Trouble in Paradise. He did Chopper on the Corner. He did To Be or Not to Be, which is like a very famous, like anti-Nazism satire, um, with Jack Benny, uh, and Carol Lombard from like the early forties. Right. Um, yeah. So the, the, the Lubitsch touch I think is like a very specific, almost like hard to pin down, but like, um, yeah, just a kind of like a grace you know it's an energy in, for sure yeah uh, yeah and like he i mean he was like working in especially like his 30s and 40s films like you know amongst this like you know really wonderful um uh very robust uh all of these like screwball comedies you know that were happening in hollywood at the time um that were you know famously like very uh very funny very kind of feminist very um graceful and uh clever but but he had like a very specific quality in his movies where he kind of like stood apart by having yeah again this like like old european sensibility of like you know he he felt sort of like aristocratic but not in like um a like negative a way yeah 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 way. not yeah. like an asshole way <laughs> like but like in a way of like having se- like a a sense of like you know dig dignity and yeah and the movie important it, it, <laughs> it was just like i'm a person who knows little about this and i i um i say that in a way that sounds probably disparaging but i i see it as kind of like a really fun uh opportunity in my 30s to understand what like what works for me um Mm -hmm. in movies film cinema and oh god this this was so gentle and it may like everything does it makes me think of my relationship with work and uh the story the story that's the thing that's the thing it's like i i think that like the beautiful thing about the you know so-called lubitsch touch is that like it's not the kind of like um presumptive sort of like uh feeling that you'd ha- would have like from like someone who's like born into like european aristocracy like i mean right. he was like you know a a jewish middle class you know filmmaker and so he's got like the the horniness and the 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 gentleness and like this sort of like feeling of like really understanding like human fallibility and not yeah. judging it you know and in a way that like I think that like if you were like, you know, true, you know, old school aristocracy, like you'd maybe not have that generosity of spirit. 
Yeah. And yeah, because he's kind of like an outsider looking, looking in oftentimes when he's like, you know, looking at high society. And I think part of why this is my favorite of his movies is that like, he's very much like focused on, you know, middle-class people who like, yes, yes, who, who are like struggling and like, there are real stakes there and like there's the real like embarrassment when like you know people feel like their jobs are on the line you know it's this is how like i i could not help but project myself into Mm -hmm. every single one of those characters yeah um and seeing every one of those characters that i've seen throughout my career and Mm -hmm. like everywhere you know um it it just very much i don't feel that when i watch things today i'm always complaining about movies that come (laughs) out today um (laughs) but there's just not that kind of genuine care for like the regular degular people and Mm -hmm. these are regular degular people's people in this in this fantasy kind of world that they do occupy um they are the common everyday people that we see all the time. And mm. uh, yeah, I just, ugh. and then the, the script uh, is so good. The dialogue is so great. Um, yeah. So interesting. The jokes are fucking funny. Um, so funny. And oh my God, ugh. like the visual gags, like, ugh. like They're every time, good. like, Purovich is like trying to like you know duck away like when he sees his boss coming like he is oh. that motherfucker is just happy to have a job we all know that guy yes we yes. all know that guy <laughs> he's like I'm not gonna upset anyone like I don't want to like get in trouble like I'm keeping my head down and I'm gonna like hide behind the stairs <laughs> he just bought a house in New Jersey um yes <laughs> he, like He's got a three-year-old. Um, he's like not trying to fuck shit up. He's also not trying mm-hmm. to burn himself out. Love this man. <laughs> um. I love him so much, and I, I and I love that like you know the the main characters played by uh, Jimmy Stewart and Margaret Sullivan. Like, I love that they are these sort of like you know intellectual dreamers who find yeah. themselves in the situation that all of us find ourselves in, where it's like. You know, we got to put up with bullshit all day long, every day and work our, you know, little jobs. And, you know, we might have these like grand romantic notions, you know, from from art, from literature, from movies. But like at the end of the day, like we have to try to reconcile that with like our our normal lives. And yeah, I always find that very, you know, both heartbreaking, but also like so relatable and like it's so sweet to see like these two people who like have these like romantic notions and find themselves in this very you know normal basic place oh. <laughs> it's yeah. so good it's, it's so it's, good <laughs> it's so good um i like w- definitely want to watch more of uh his other films and uh films that yes. star many of the actors in this movie because they are so good um God, I'm trying to think of highlights from the movie aside from. All right. So there's a part in the movie where uh, the boss thinks that uh, Jimmy Stewart is like screwing around with his wife Mm -hmm. and 
Jimmy Stewart gets fired, and then uh, he has a moment a couple scenes later where he attempts suicide. Yes, and yeah. it just—I was like, "Damn, I was not expecting that it to fucking happen." There. Yeah, but he goes all dark. the way fucking there. Um, oh my god! Yeah, and my man, um, the way that like I forget this character's name, but he's like the young guy. He's oh, basically the annoying, like kid. <laughs> the annoying kid who would probably yeah. be written as like an intern yeah. if this was written right. today. Like, yeah, he's always like, "Hello, Mr. Matichek." Yeah, he like shows up has his back and like uses this man's suicide as an opportunity to like <laughs> get a job, <laughs> get a, get a better job. <laughs> and yes. then, and I've seen that shit happen all the time. I see that shit all the happen, every industry, every world that I've yes. worked in. It's like, Oh God, like uh, just those unspoken dynamics. Um, mm -hmm. Oh, so great. And I, um, I love the bit, my, maybe my like favorite part is like when, so not to spoil things, but no spoil so, things, the spoil. Yeah. It's, it's, this is like a 70 year old movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, so there, there is the part where Jimmy Stewart's character realizes that they are our pen pals and, uh, stands her up for a date. Uh, and, he comes to visit her the next day because she pretends to be sick so she doesn't go into work. Wow. And God, the way she like dresses him down because she assumes that like he's not as like not as romantic, not as intellectual as she is and like just like completely misunderstands their dynamic even though like in their letters they are, they have found themselves to be like soulmates. Oh, it like, it destroys me uh, but also like and i i think that this is like the beauty of like a lubitsch movie is that like you have this like great gag right beforehand where she is like reading the letter and she's like oh mr Kralik, so this is what the, you, this guy says and and she does the little thing where she goes yes 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 while she's reading the letter yeah but then delivers like the most like brutal speech to him about how he couldn't understand like the the you know the the great capacity for romance and poetry that like the man she loves has even though that man is him like oh uh, knife in the heart <laughs> I I I might watch this one again before the season's over like yeah it's it's so good and then uh, another ca call out um the very end where they kiss. Oh my God. Holy moly. Oh gosh. You wait so you had to wait so long in mm -hmm. back in these days. You had to wait so long for these fuckers to kiss. <laughs> the whole time I'm like, you fucking idiots. I'm like, why don't you just tell her, man? Like, dog, like why like come on. Um but it's so beautifully engineered that like it, like it ramps up this tension to be like, oh, my God, if these two don't get together, I'm going to fucking kill myself. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, it really it makes you wait for it. And then when you get the payoff of them kissing it, it hits hard. Uh, we got to we oh. got to get back <laughs> to. Yes. <laughs> to oh. oh, my God. Um. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. And I, oh. I feel like the, the kid, I think, like, also, you know, I think it's, you know, not you know the same kind of movie but not like, at all <laughs> but, but i think it also does like a really good job of like you know situating the viewer into this situation and like making you like really like long for that payoff and like i think i think it really pays it off like huh. i i had not seen this movie since i was a child and i so, was like yeah oh like this was actually like a a pretty moving film <laughs> It works. It just works. It, it just works. Um, yeah. I mean, it's not a masterpiece, but it's like it's it's a moving film, you know. God no. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a moving picture. Um, uh, it's a moving picture. This is true. <laughs> people are moving. It is a picture. Yes. <laughs> it's a talkie for sure. It's a talkie for sure. <laughs> oh man, they'd be talking in this one. Uh, but it, it was interesting that you picked this one because it's not like a christmas movie per se which nah. like shop around the corner like is. you know was centered around christmas it's like, like so diet th- christmas i would say yeah so so what was it that made you feel like yeah why why did, i mean why did you choose this one i'm, I'm glad you did because like yeah. i it was nice to revisit it but i i was interested in like why this was like what occurred to you to to do for this i feel like this is a uh, the kind of movie that i probably would have gotten gift wrapped uh yes. in the late in the 2000s uh mm-hmm. as like a vhs um yes. and it's a movie i would have watched probably like every day the week that i had it and then uh i would have gotten bored with it at some point <laughs> Um, but it's a fucking, you know, it's a fucking movie, you know, like in the sense that, uh, uh, what's the one that we watched? Uh, Phenomenon is like, yeah, it's a fucking, it's a fucking sweet movie with a, uh, guy that everybody likes, uh, Mm -hmm. (laughs) Bruce Willis, um, and a cute kid, uh, who's never done this before. Um, and it's so funny that like we were texting about this movie earlier and you were like, yeah, Bruce is phoning it in. And yeah, I was like, he's phoning it in the whole fucking time. And, and I was like, maybe he is. But like, yeah. I think like that's why he's a movie star, because even if he's phoning it in, he's compelling. He's, he's good. compelling. He's fucking <laughs> he's like a mountain. Uh, yeah. Bruce Willis is. Uh, yeah. I like literally wrote it down. Uh, Bruce Willis phones it in. Yet I do not like this performance. I do not dislike this performance at yeah, all. Yeah, exactly. Oh my god! And like, I I keep thinking about him compared to like some of our like contemporary movie stars, like you know The Rock or someone. Like, yeah, I think part of his appeal is that like he feels like a human being. You know? Oh my like, god! He doesn't like The Rock feels like untouchable. You yeah. know? I I'm it, like having a visual like a nightmare about 
a modern day equivalent starring The Rock. Right. Like, I never want to see what that guy was like as a kid. Wait, there's Young Rock. That That's right. why we have Young Rock. Never mind. I don't watch the show. Yeah. Not going to watch Young Rock. Why would you? Why would you? I don't, I don't fucking want to hear any stories about the champion. Fuck off. Oh, my God. And, like, we will, you know, obviously uh, talk about this at some point in the future. But, like, I recently saw Blind Date for the first time. And th- he's, like, an undeniable comedic presence. Like He's so he's- fucking funny. He is He's good. So fucking funny. He feels like a real guy. He's got great comedic instincts. So like even in a movie like this where you're like, okay, he's like doing his thing. He's doing his shtick. Like, but he, you can't help but like him. He's great. I'm I'm glad he's in a, a phase of his life now where uh he can kind of adjust and um yeah. and stuff like that. Um because I remember when I found out about him uh when I was reading about him having aphasia and retiring right. from acting, I was like genuinely bummed. I'm like glad yeah. this motherfucker's not going to be working anymore. Like can right. actually take a break. Like dude's probably my dad's age. I'm like retired motherfucker. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you're good. Um, mm-hmm. But like much love for Bruce Willis, I guess. I love Bruce yeah. Willis. <laughs> yeah, we, are, we are making a statement here. We love Bruce Willis. I fucking love, I love you, Bruce. I love you so yeah. fucking much, man. Like, uh, unbreakable oh yeah he's just i see him i see him as like if i had to cast a white guy as my dad i would cast bruce willis um i love it if they're like we're not we're gonna make your life story but we are we have to cast a white man um uh i would have cast bruce willis or i don't know who the next one will be there never will be one again Ugh. No, they, no, there's no one else. And also, I love uh, if anyone listening has not um, been following our Instagram, Michael has been doing some wonderful posts, uh, noting that uh, there are three Bruce Willis's in this movie. There's yes. Spoiler the alert. child. <laughs> there's, uh, you know, contemporary Bruce Willis. And then there is old Bruce Willis who shows up. And um, Michael very uh, aptly noted that he's got like a, a pussy eating mustache. Yeah, he's he's <laughs> as, got a as the final <laughs> Super Saiyan Bruce Willis at the very end of the film. Uh, he's got a pussy eating mustache and uh, <laughs> goddamn. Uh, it's hot. It's hot. Uh, this is a fun fact. Uh, this is the second of three movies in which Bruce Willis meets a younger version of himself. So the first was. 12 right. Monkeys in 1995, and the third was yes. Looper. Um, yes, I forgot about 12 Monkeys. And so the kid was like the fun version of, <laughs> of yeah, yeah. both of those. <laughs> the one that's got like the tinkly score. It was like, But I made you watch this. I want to get like your take, like how you Listen, felt. Listen, I had a great time. I was really happy to watch it again. I like got so nostalgic i was like so happy to like revisit this thing that like i i did not remember this movie until you mentioned it and no. then i was like oh my god i remember loving this when i was a kid oh, god like, I, I no i had a great time i mean like i we we've talked about this on the podcast before that like there is something about maybe it's like because of our ages but like there's something about like a like you know, kind of decent studio movie from the 90s 
slash early 2000s that like we just don't really get them anymore you know nope. like it it's it's not a masterpiece it's not like the greatest film ever made but it's it's like a solid nice movie that looks good yeah that looks halfway decent looks like yeah. they gave a shit about their sets and yeah. uh, creating evoking a feeling like mm-hmm. the the movie takes place in a universe where like uh adults will just very easily accept that uh, time travel is real. Yeah. And yeah, <laughs> yeah it, like might ex- be, it might be absurd, but like, but you know, it's, it's decently written. It looks <laughs> nice. It was shot on film. Like, you know, classic out of the bottle, big type movie where yeah. it's like, ah, oh, no one's going to believe me. No one's going to yeah, believe me yeah. this. Oh, oh God. <laughs> Oh God! Oh, and that opening sequence where like he's like such an asshole to everyone, and yeah. the score is just like. Yeah. Oh, I miss that kind of music just constantly playing, telling me how to feel. It's great. I love it. Tell me how to feel. Play some goofy music that says, "Oh." This guy is a dick. Do, 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 do. Yeah. <laughs> he is a man and he's going to learn a lesson. <laughs> oh, God. No, I love I, a fucking I, montage. How many fucking montages that. are in this? God. List so many montages. Oh, my God. And of course, like, you know, he's got like Emily Mortimer. I love. She's like 15 years younger than him. Whatever. Fine. And also Lily Tomlin oh. is so good. I think she's the she's the hottie of the movie, the hottie of this episode, Lily yes. Tomlin. Um, yeah, she's she's perfect. Yeah, no, she, and like that—that's also the thing about like this like era of movies is like she gets to be funny and she gets to be interesting, even if like the movie isn't like of the caliber of like a Lily Tomlin, but like. I feel like so often, like, you know, you'll see like a fucking like Sonic the Hedgehog or some shit. And like (laughs) they throw like interesting comedians in there and then just don't let them do anything. Any of the shit that they're good at. Yeah. Yeah. And like I feel like she got to be like kind of like interesting and like have a little bit of like depth to her. You know? Oh, God. I really do hate when they be doing that. It's just like, oh, let's get fucking Bo and Yang uh, in a Marvel movie and then cast him as like... uh, in, in like 10 seconds as like a robot or something like that. Yeah, like, like put Sam Richardson in and be like, okay, you're going to say one line and be like, what the what? What is happening here, man? They put <laughs> Zach Cherry in like, uh, one, like yes. a few seconds of Spider-Man. And I was like, they need, he's, he's the most interesting person in the scene. <laughs> and this is the thing. It's like, he, he doesn't even need to have that much to like, be the most interesting person in the scene. Like he, he had one scene in succession and he was oh like my God. the funniest part of that entire season. He fucking, have you watched uh, Severance at all? No, oh, I haven't watched you, it yet. Watch Severance. I've been telling everybody to watch Severance. Um, yeah. It is all of our lives. Another, I think oh. it pairs well with our conversation about shop around the corner and oh. work. It Look, if you like shop around the corner, watch Severance. Um <laughs> No one has ever said that sentence in the history of the world. That's uh, why I'm I, on this I podcast. Love it. I love it. I'm just here to say <laughs> sentences that are absolutely ridiculous. Uh, someone should fact check me. In fact, if you're listening to this, 
go to uh, our social media. Uh, everyone is hot. That's every one. Numeral one is hot pod. And uh, yeah, uh, check me on. Check me on this. Fact check me on all these these claims that I'm making. Fact check, Michael. Oh, um, so yes, follow us. I yeah. Sh- shall we wrap it up? <laughs> so we should wrap it up. But before we do, I want to mention some bonus gifts. Um, so yes, my challenge for us is that we have to do episodes about these. Um, I like it. And so this is a shared gift. This one uh-huh. <laughs> just came into my brain. I don't know if you've seen it, but mm. Lily Tomlin is in it. It's uh, The Incredible Shrinking Woman. I think it's 1985. <gasps> no, I I've never seen see- it. I've always wanted to see it. Um, okay. So I think Let's it will be. It. Yeah. All right. That's our gift. And then I have a couple of other ones for you um, that I'm, I'm actually getting them from under my Christmas tree. I'm recording in a, a huge uh christmas studio uh right now um so it's crazy you've got like you know pine needles like falling on your face that's nuts yes so i have like a here's a giant dvd of Mm -hmm. uh batman returns yes yes uh this is for you and then i know i am famously anti-comic book movies but batman returns i love uh it's worth it for uh for you shelly yeah it's worth it for Michelle, Michelle Pfeiffer, Pfeiffer that losing, white gold, losing her goddamn mind. Oh, the whole I mean, movie. And I assume Davido. you have seen that video of her, like with the whip behind the scenes, yes. taking off the heads. Yes. Oh. <gasps> you know she actually swallows the bird. Um, Wait, what? Oh, you've seen it? No, but I mean, I've seen the movie, but like she actually. So the bird <gasps> that is an is actual fucking live bird. It's a live bird. It really happened. This is why I love that movie. That shit is hot as fuck. I'm going to scream. Yeah, she put a real bird in her mouth. A real bird. She's so fucking cool. A bird flew out her mouth. She's so fucking cool. A live bird. It's worth it for that live bird. Um, And then the other... wild. The other two I'll just mention really quickly. Um, Somewhere in time... uh, John, uh, so who's in this? Um, Jane Seymour and yes. Christopher Reeve, um, yes. just just doing their best work um, in a very romantic kind of movie, and mm-hmm. then the last is the Ghost and Mrs. Muir. <gasps> oh, I love the Ghost of Mrs. Muir. Uh, oh, I, I know you've seen it, movie. but we gotta talk about that one. Oh, it's one of my favorites. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, I guess, okay, a couple of my other Christmas faves. You know what? One that I have to highlight is The Enchanted Cottage. Have you ever heard of this? Oh, no. So I had never heard of it until Whoopi Goldberg was a guest programmer on uh, Turner Classic Movies when I was like 13. And this is one of her favorite movies. It's not a Christmas movie, but it feels Christmassy in that, like, it's like in a cottage in the winter, you know, it's, but it is about, (laughs) it's probably problematic, but like, it's about a a man who is like disfigured during World War II 
and a like a plain woman. And when they are like in this cottage, they see each other as like incredibly beautiful people. Um, and by the end, they realize like, oh, it's not that like the cottage is magic. It's just that like they love each other, you know? Ooh, that's that kind of reminds me of a 2004 or 2006 movie that came out called The Lake House starring uh, oh, yeah. Sandra Bullock and Keanu yes, Reeves. Yes, Keanu, yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, we should, yeah. we should watch it's, both it's of corny, It's corny, but it's, I, it's great. And also, you know, I have uh, encouraged you already to watch the Greta Gerwig Little Women. And I think that's a, 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 a plus. That's an A plus game for sure. Uh-huh. Got some good Christmas stuff. You've got Florence Pugh pretending to be like eight years old when she is clearly like 25. Oh, it's movie fabulous. magic. We love it. We love I, it. <laughs> I can't wait to see what they do. I, I love the idea of casting her and doing the horrible fucking uh, tricks that <laughs> The industry there, has the ability to do rather than just casting someone and paying them. <laughs> yeah, there, yeah, there, there, there are like no tricks to make her look younger either. Like it's just her being like surrounded by eight year olds going like, "Oh no, will our teacher get mad?" Oh wait, so they do I nothing. Do this, like, oh, they give her braids. They give her pigtails. That's it. <laughs> but she's a grown ass woman just she's hunching like, over. A grown up woman sitting around children being like. Oh God, I can't draw a picture of our teacher. <laughs> so they don't even try to like do any Hobbit Peter Jackson style shit. No, 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 wow. no, no, not at all. No, and I it's assumed still, it's still a masterpiece. And no forced perspective. <laughs> I will defend that movie till the day that I die. It is oh. perfect. I love it, but it also is very funny to see her with all those little children. <laughs> oh, you don't got to defend it. I'm excited to see it and read the script. I just yeah oh. shit like that i is just very funny to me it's oh it's hilarious it's great <laughs> uh. Huh. uh well we got a lot of good christmas movies to to watch yes uh chris I, I feel like so yeah, many christmas I, in quotes <laughs> yeah christmas in quotes is, is winter what this is. movies warm family movies there there's some warm movies in here like ghost and mrs yeah. mirror i don't think we see christmas at all and no, but somewhere it, in time, it well, feels like it. It's old times. They wear yeah. sweaters, like you know? know they do it up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Warm, warm. They've got the sentiment of the season, and oh. that's what really matters. Yes. Oh, looks like our minisode is a full-sized episode. And it is, <laughs> and as it always is. We always say twenty minutes, and then it turns out to be almost an hour. So we did thirty last. We said thirty last week and did forty, and then we said we said twenty, 20 this, this week, week and did forty. That's good. That's that's good. We it's love consistent. it. Um, we like talking. What can we say? Uh, well, Shelly, thank you so much. Uh, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. And yeah, Christmas. <laughs> and uh yeah listeners merry christmas to you follow us on social media at and... everyone is hot pod that's every numeral one is hot mm. pod said it earlier but helpful to get it again yeah plug it again and what yeah. should they do stay horny horny <laughs> Hmm. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.